The Koi Gig Pod. Who is this serving? And what is the end goal? Would be kind of nice to know. I feel like we haven't had quite enough Irish bias this year, so I am quite happy to see this. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. Jess Kelly's. I've got music I love it. It's fantastic. Jess Kelly's Christmas Gaming Gift Guide in the partnership with Virgin Media. Bring your A-game with 99.9% broadband reliability. Good morning, Jess. Good morning, how are we? News Talks Technology yes. Correspondent, of course. Um, this week, we yes. are looking at PS5 and Xbox. So, yeah. what, what, are the dif- what are the differences? What should people be going for? Well, I think, as we talked about briefly last week, there are gamers who found their ecosystem and they're never going to move from that ecosystem so if they're a PS gamer or if there's uh, or PC gamer sorry or if they're a Switch user or if they're Xbox or Playstation they're never going to move so this segment is not for you keep watching you can judge me in the comments there's no issue with that but this is not for you this is for everyone else who is either contemplating what console to get for themselves or a loved one or maybe there are conversations about what console Santa should bring uh, in the house. I know one of your OTP colleagues was on to me yesterday uh, about this very issue. So I thought it was good to kind of talk through the differences because not only are there PlayStation and Xbox consoles, there's also variations of the PlayStation and the Xbox consoles. So for those who don't know, there's the PS5, so the PlayStation 5, and then the PS5 Digital Edition. Shane, you may remember last week we were talking a little bit about how gaming has changed. Mm. So it's not really, uh, you know, just about going to the store and buying a physical copy anymore. You can now download a whole host of games. The Xbox Pass that we mentioned last week, you can kind of download and stream games to a certain extent as well. So they brought out the digital edition to try and bring the cost down. Um, And the key difference between it and the flagship PS5 is that there's no disk drive. I don't know, like, would that matter to you if you didn't have the disk so, drive? So is this, you, you wouldn't have the console itself? No, you'd have the console, but you wouldn't be putting discs in, you'd yeah, just be downloading okay. the games. This is like the, the people who like reading books and like reading e-books, like, do you 100%, want the physical copy? 100%, yeah, that's it. Ah, I, I 100% would want the physical copy. Would you? Yeah, big time, just to see the cover and the retroness and what pass do you it on think, to my Ash? kids. I, like, I'm not a gamer whatsoever, Jess, and okay. I'm a when it comes to this, so I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> okay, but let's talk about it in, in the way that I talk about it. So my boyfriend is a big gamer, and I wanted to get the digital editions just because it would mean we would have less games everywhere in the apartment. Right. Yes, less the clutter. Less clutter. I'm all about the less clutter. Now, the only thing is, and it's a good thing this is a Virgin Media thing, is that you need good broadband to have the digital games. Yeah. You need to have a high-powered connection because there is nothing worse than getting the digital version of a console and then spending 48 hours trying to download a game on like dial-up speed it is beyond painful. Uh, But in terms of the internal spec, there's not a massive difference between the flagship and the digital edition. I think the digital edition would do the job for the majority of people. Right. There will be people like you, Shane, who will want the physical copies of things. You're talking about clutter, but I mean, you know the way people have bookshelves and they wouldn't even touch the books, but it just looks good. It looks good. I was going to say it actually looks good with the the games. Yeah, I like the games, the colour. Maybe like 10, but when you get to like 75 (laughs) games and you're trying to (laughs) like hang your laundry out the window because there's no space in the house, that's when you get into problem territory, you know? The other thing to note though as well, the downside to the digital edition, and again, I'm a fan of the digital edition, 
is that, you know, say if you were playing a game, Shane, and you just finished it and we wanted to do like a game swap or whatever, yeah. you can't do that with the digital downloads. That's true. It's associated with your account. Yeah. So that is something to be mindful of. Um, but, I mean, it's coming with a hell of a lot of storage. Uh, the, the downside, as I said, is that you're not having the disk drive, which does double up as a uh, Blu-ray player. So if you're still somebody like me in their mid-70s who watches DVDs, um, <laughs> it could be beneficial to have that. The other thing that I would say is that they increased the price of the PlayStation not so long ago, which is a pain uh, here. in the face. So the uh, flagship editions of the PS5 with the disk drive went up from 499.99 to 549.99. So that's a significant, like that's a 50 quid jump. Yeah, that's a lot for the same console. If you manage to get your hands on one, Shane, do you have a PS5? Uh, my brother has a PS5. It's always been a PS house as opposed to Xbox. Okay, controversial. Okay. I know that's controversial. Mm. There's a lot of rivalry there. Yeah. Like the, the only thing that strikes me about this is so the digital version is cheaper, but you need to buy storage, a hell of a lot of storage. Well, it comes with a good bit of storage right, right. on the device built in, um, but obviously that is capped. So like the good thing about the digital games is that you can, it's kind of like having um, apps on your phone, so you can have the full version or you can offload it so that like the, the template of the game is there, but if you wanted to go in and play it, you'd have to re-download it again. So you can have your cloud-based library and then you can have your on-device library. Again, internet connectivity is super important mm-hmm. here. But I, I do think the digital edition would, would take the, jo- uh, the box for most people. Getting your hands on a PS5 has been one of the biggest, most controversial stories I've covered in my 10 years as a journalist. Is it still as bad this Christmas as it ever was? It's not as bad, but it's still bad, right? And people who are wondering why, it's a very good question. I could replay Tech Talk from this time two years ago talking about PS5 shortages and a lot of it would still stand. So there were... Issues with the supply chain from the outset. The demand was unprecedented. This was the first PlayStation console in many, many, many years. The hype was there. They had done a lot of build-up to it, and they just couldn't fulfil the the demand. Then, obviously, this little thing called COVID happened. There was also the semiconductor shortage, um, which is something that's not just impacting tech like it's impacting you know consoles laptops but also cars like these conductors are in everything now so that delayed the production even more interestingly last week the head of sony playstation said that they have finally resolved the issues and while you may think okay that's going to help santa out a lot he's saying it'll solve the issue by q1 of 2023 so i've had a look around the irish retailers this morning And very, very few of them have the PS5 in stock. But there's a Twitter account that's worth following if you are on the hunt or if you want to just give Santa a nudge and maybe give him the heads up on this as well. It's at PS5 underscore Ireland. I'll tweet it out and get the OTB account to retweet it as well. But basically, they repost updates if they hear a store is getting stock. So, you know, if they hear that a GameStop somewhere in Cork is going to get stock, they will push it out. What I would say is if you get the notification that there is one in stock or if you happen into a store and stumble upon one, don't be like, oh, I'll come back in an hour. I'll get the rest of the shopping first because these things will fly out the door. 
So if you get your hands on one, um, I would just snap it up as, as quickly as possible. Just I forgot to mention actually the price for the digital edition. Yeah. So it went up as well from three nine 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 to four nine 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 nine. So or for, sorry, four four nine. Uh, so fifty quid rise. Fifty again, quid yeah. up, but it's still significantly cheaper. It's still a hundred quid cheaper than the the main edition. So look. The options are there. I think there are gamers who will just want the flagship device because it is all singing, all dancing. I remember the day setting up our PS5 at home and there's like a demo game that comes on it. It's like Astro's World or Astro's something. It's this little robot looks like Wally, and the graphics are incredible. The controller, you can see how much they put into the controller in terms of the feedback you get, in terms of the sound that comes from the, uh, the controller. Like... If you get one, you will absolutely love it. But the key thing is getting your paws on one. I didn't think I'd feel so strongly about this. But <clears> now <throat> that you bring it up, I'm like, 100% you need the physical games. Really? Like this is, maybe it's the old man in my body. I Sorry, like you're the, 12. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the swapping aspect because it is yeah. expensive mm. to buy them. With your mates, of course. Yeah, I do always remember that. I'm not a big gamer, as I said, but I always do remember people swapping. Yeah. Because they're pricey. Yeah. They're so pricey yeah. still. Like it's not, it can be 90 quid, anywhere from 60 to 90 quid yeah. for a title. That sets you back. Two it's versions good. of the Xbox as well, isn't there? Yeah, there are. So there's the Xbox Series S and the Xbox Series X. Now, there are a few more differences between the two consoles, but again, as I said at the top, I would say the majority of gamers would get on just fine with the Series S. So similar enough to the PlayStation lineup, uh, there's the digital-only version, which is the S, and then the X has the 4K Blu-ray player. Uh, there's slightly more RAM in the X, so it's slightly more powerful, essentially. You're getting all the bells and whistles in the Series X, and you're making a few compromises along the way with the S. They're subtle enough, though, that I think it would have to be the nerdiest of the nerds that would really notice it. If you are a young gamer, if this is your first console, or if you don't want to spend, you know, half a month's rent on, on an Xbox, um, I think the Series S is the way to go. A thing that some gamers do comment on is the um, resolution and the refresh rate. So the X can go up to 4K at 60 frames per second, and the S is uh, sorry, 1440p at 120 uh, frames per second. So th- that may sound like gobbledygook to most people, right? But if you are a gamer, you'll notice subtle, or you may not, but it's said that you could notice subtle differences in the clarity or maybe a slight lag when you're playing certain titles. Mm. I, I'm a big fan of the Xbox Primarily because anytime I sit down to use any of these consoles, I just play uh, Forza Horizon 4, which is a driving game. I can't drive in real life, but I'm an <laughs> excellent gaming driver. That's more important, yeah. It, yeah. That's, that's literally the only qualification I have in life. Uh, but it is great. And uh, again, if you're an Xbox gamer, you will love it. The Xbox Series S is 250 quid and the Xbox Series X is 500 quid. So availability is slightly better. I don't want to say they're widely available, but it's definitely slightly better. Um, And we are expecting some big titles to come out for Xbox over the next few months. Um, The other thing to note, actually, is sort of the backwards compatibility. So say if you were a PS3 or PS4 gamer, and again, you had the physical games, you can absolutely play those on your PS5. But if you have the Xbox Series S, which is the digital one, you can't really play your older titles on the new console. Mm. So again, it's that digital versus physical debate. 
for me, I would much rather have the digital editions and compromise slightly on the spec to have a bit of storage space in my house. Mm. But uh, I, I think, look, if you get any of these, you will be delighted with your life. I'd say your house is so clean when you're talking about storage space <laughs> and putting things away. I wish it was, Shane, but no, it's not. not. I would say your DMs are absolutely <laughs> rammed this time of <laughs> year. Yeah, That's what yeah. I say. What guys, do I get? All the questions. A yeah. lot of questions. And if you do have any questions, you can get me on Instagram at JessKellyNT and I'll answer as many as humanly possible. Finally, just those both Xbox versions you can still get the Netflix and, and Prime yes. Video and stuff as well yes all those bits are built in and also the thing that we mentioned last week you can watch it on YouTube if you missed it we talked through the Game Pass this is one of the best gifts you can get a gamer um, and I think if you are treating yourself to an Xbox over Christmas ignore the Netflix and all that kind of stuff you can watch that at any time get onto the Xbox Game Pass and get those hundreds of titles that you can play. It works with both the digital edition and the physical or the traditional edition with the disk drive. Uh, so absolutely get on that. Brilliant. Jess, Christoph, as always, thanks a million this morning. Thank you. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 